Everybody, welcome to YKS. Uh, Mike, we just heard the famous beginning of Saturday Night Live, where they say, live from New York. It's But this voicemail is a little bit different. I feel like they got it wrong. First of all, hello, how are you doing? Let's, do, let's start there. How are you doing? I'm great. And Saturday Night Live, Mike, <laughs> normally they start off the show by saying, live from New York, it's Saturday night. Expecting you to put together the fact that it's live. Yeah. So I'm yeah. kind of worried that this person who said live from New York at Saturday Night Live maybe hasn't watched the fucking show, hasn't seen the fucking great characters like uh, Monkey Boy, the crazy the crazy monkey, or, uh, yep. you know, Shit Man, the guy who's uh, going on job interviews, but he has to shit. He shits right. his fans. Well, and it's not just the characters. I mean, although the character is a great monkey boy, of course, was a huge hit in its time. Um, yeah. But it's the political stuff also. It's the politics. A lot of times they'll do what's called a cold open, which means they start the show where no one is laughing and no one is allowed to speak or laugh at the beginning of the show. Um, you laugh in the audience. You are, are ex- you are executed on top of 30 Rock. You're taken to the roof and you're pushed mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And a lot of the people in the audience are like friends of the actors and and so forth. So that's actually kind of tough for them to see them dragged out like that Crying. and thrown off the top of the building. Yeah. yeah. You guys saying character. Well, it's I mean, serious like, shit. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a joke show, but it's a serious fucking, you know? I mean, you remember seeing Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands like breaking on set all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I was watching the documentary about Saturday night live, which was no applause. I think it's what it's called. And they were talking about how a lot of times when, Jimmy Fallon would be like, <laughs> it would be because he would, he was looking out in the audience and seeing his friends dragged off and just imagining Damn. life without him, you know? Yeah. That's hard, dude. <laughs> it is hard. It's one of the hardest jobs uh, in the world. Um, which is your, saying goodbye to your friends and like a fucking camel, somebody with a llama walks past. You know how they did that stuff when you go to the, yeah. <laughs> do the backstage? Yeah. <laughs> somebody <laughs> with like a... <laughs> This is very good. And I missed the show, and I want. I hope they bring it back soon for another new season. Um, but, of course, uh, Saturday night, uh, last night, I'm assuming they didn't have it. I actually didn't check, but uh, they probably didn't have it, and I wouldn't have seen it anyways. I was out at Kid Rock's big, big motherfucking bar and Shrimp Grill, and I was there, and I was partying, and it was a big, uh, there was everybody there, and we were all uh, kissing. I don't know if you saw this, Mike. Woo! I saw a okay, you were from, there. I saw a picture from a couple of days ago. From are you are you talking about the same one? I'm talking about the <clears throat> the latest viral pic. Nashville News. Type in your web browser nashvillenews.com and then you can find it uh, Nashville under News top com. stories. Nashvillenews.com. Not bringing anything up. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm I'm seeing News Channel Five. I don't see n- no. Um, that's not it. Kid Rock's honky tonk violate or uh, uh, violated the public health order. Yeah. Kid Rock's Honky Tonk. Yeah, it was the public health order was to serve edible food. 
Yeah, and uh, good good music. I don't know. Just pile yeah. on for some. Yeah, reason. and good times too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Affordable cocktails. <laughs> Uh, director of the Metro Public Health Department has issued a citation to Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Bar for being out of compliance with Public Health Emergency Order 6. Execute Emergency Order 6. JF. Yes. Kid Rock's has been cited for serving people that were seated at the bar and for not observing proper social distancing inside the establishment. Dr. Caldwell yeah. visited Kid Rock's after receiving a complaint about the bar Friday night. The citation was issued last night, and the decision on the amount of the fine will be made during the court appearance. Uh, reportedly, the complaint was, uh, yeah, my, my dusty, dry chicken fingies didn't have enough of the sparkle cinnamon uh, spice on them. I've got a complaint. The music's too damn quiet. Crank yeah. it up. And fucking Spuds McKenzie or whatever is there. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a party. Yeah. Uh, that's, how, that's how I imagine... Clubs I think that's probably know. what happened. The guy from the government uh, took off, to, uh, I guess, took his glasses off and maybe stepped on them and said, yeah, now it's time to rock out with my cock out. Um, I don't know if that was made it <laughs> yeah. in the report or not. I have a site. Here's a citation. It's party time. That's it. You fucking. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, um, businesses cited 51st Deli, Honky Tonk Grill, Jonathan, all these places cited for, for not, uh. Social and distancing. Yeah, well, and I also saw 51st Dates was cited for being a laugh riot. Love it. What's with this social distancing stuff, you know? I thought we got rid of this virus thing, you know? Yeah. So, why are they up our fucking ass about it still? Why are they fucking bothering us about this virus shit? I thought it was Why are they bothering gone. us? Right. Well, I think a lot of people still are kind of sick, Mike, and a lot of people have passed away from it. Leonardo Angel says masks are more dangerous at this point than COVID-19. You're inhaling high levels of CO2 and it's life-threatening. I hope somebody sues you. Signed in Nashville Health. That is very awesome actually, to hear. Actually, the mask traps, traps your uh, breathing chemicals, so you actually are better off with that one. Just That's legit. People genius. really do think that. People really think that. That is true. That might as well be true to a large number of people. Yeah. That's so funny, man. I'm not wearing no fucking mask. That's gay. Like, to all these all these guys. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> Stuff's going to get pretty bad. Um, But anyways, we had a great time out there uh, the other night. Uh, Trump was there. Trump showed up. Uh, that was that was pretty cool. He, yeah. he made he a statement where he, he fell sta down. He made a statement in front of the bar. Everybody was quiet. And then he was like, and I'll drink to that. And then everybody waited 35 minutes for him to lift up his glass to his lips <laughs> and take a sip. And then the place went wild, JF. What's going on with that guy, huh? He's not in good shape. He's fucked, man. He's uh, had a, some kind of a stroke, looks like. he's. I mean, you'll never know because he's fucking yeah. never had a stroke. What? Right. I'm, I'm a man. Yeah. You know? Fucking Having freak. a stroke is gay. I think a lot of Having people... Having a stroke is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Being weak is gay. Showing feelings yeah. is good. Like, all that shit. That's right. That's so funny. It's very cool. <laughs> well, um, yeah, he fucking... He was, he was at the... What was it? What was the What was the ceremony he was Some at? army shit. Who knows? He, I was mean, at, I, he was at army giving out metal. And I he, know that all the liberal guys are mad. The, the number one thing the liberal guys are mad about is, uh, you endangered the cadets, my good sir. Fucking relax. For what? How? 
because he made them come to the thing, I guess. Like he took them, I don't know, like he went to their uh, dorm and said, Panty yeah. Raid, and they all had to come out. And I, I don't I don't know what the fuck. I don't care what happens to them. I don't know what's going on with them, but they had to go look at Trump for an hour instead of blowing someone up somewhere else. I think maybe they're okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fine. Took took time off from my murder simulator to come here. It's fine. Yeah. Fucking drone around. Um, no, he's all fucked up, man. He can't raise his arms. He can't, he doesn't like fucking ramps. He's fucking, but he'll never admit it or talk about it. That's so funny. Yeah. It, uh, I do think it would be scary to be very old and fat and have to walk down a slippery metal ramp. I do think that would be scary. And you have to pretend like it's not scary. <laughs> that's so yeah. funny, dude. Right, that's terrifying. I think. This is nothing. And he's just fucking taking one tiny baby step. Almost yeah. there. Almost he's, there. He's an evil piece of shit, and he's definitely on death's door. But I did see myself in him when he got down toward the bottom of the ramp and then had to do the little... Like when you like you're like you're walking around your house and you like make a noise out loud, uh, not even meaning to. I mean, you're doing this. We're walking around the house now by ourselves and we make a noise and you go, oh, well, I'll just play that off by making an, another noise. Like I was I was already making noises. This yeah. wasn't an isolated noise incident, obviously. The amount I just of said noises. Oh, out loud, <laughs> you know. But um, but he's doing good. Um, I'm just I'm I don't know. I, I I'm very surprised to see him struggle drinking water. How's he drinking his famous diet cokes, Mike? That's the number one thing he loves to drink. Can he lift a diet coke anymore? Well, I was thinking about this right because he's up at the podium, and I was like, well, why doesn't he just get a straw? And then I answered my own question. Oh yeah, straws are gay. Straws are gay, right? <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't dare be seen sipping out of a straw with all of his like mega guys. Straw? What the fuck? Yeah. Straw. Although, did he ever do a straw when straws were the number one environmental concern that everyone had? Did he ever? Oh, that's a good point. And then did he do a spite it's, straw? It's actually manly to have a straw if if people don't like them. It just depends on which one it is at yeah, the time. It yeah. But on... now maybe we've forgotten about straws killing the turtles. So now it's actually, it's gone back to being uh, a woman tendencies to use a straw to purse your lips in any fashion. So that's funny. Yeah. That's we'll funny. Be, we'll be interesting to see how the whole thing goes down just with our country and world and everything that's going on. Um, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That'd be good. Either way, hey, we'll be here giving you the the absolute most content you love to download, talking about Kickstarter, uh, still very relevant to do, so hope you're enjoying <laughs> it. Um, why don't we uh, give an update on an old Kickstarter? Really, frankly, Mike, not even all that old, but still. Uh, it's the, the prompt, the anti-watch. This is from episode 139. At that time, it had uh, $16,254. We talked about it. It was not yet prepared to go uh, total boffo mode and get made and yet it ended up with $41,119 and uh, the reason one of the reasons I guess that was able to pull that off is because Kickstarter granted them an extra seven days and that was due to the the whole the whole COVID-19 situation um, I didn't know this at the time I don't think we talked about this did we did we mention that they were extending the deadlines no, don't think so. This is episode one thirty nine. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember ever was, being made aware that Kickstarter was doing anything. Yeah, 
for this purpose, but uh, they did apparently. I guess it was site wide. They released a statement. I'm trying to find the. Uh, I'm trying to see where a prompt was um, at the time that they extended it. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up on. A lot of times we use. What was, the, what, was the, what was the thing of this? It was the prompt anti watch is a timepiece with no numbers, hour, or second hands. Yeah. There's no screen or connection to Wi Fi or Bluetooth. The orientation doesn't matter. It's a fucking watch with no. Uh, no thing on it, no arms on it, you know? Then the, in, the, in the updates of it, it says, our feature added. It's for backers only, so we can't. Wristband, now included. So they're just, like, piecing out a watch. Yeah, because originally there was no wristband <laughs> included on this. That's so funny, man. Fuck, that's good. Um, and this one, this one was really hard for me to understand at the time. I remember being really confused because... It is a, it's sort of a, it's just a complete, a plain matte black uh, watch with, it does seem like there's something in the center, but I don't know if that's a screen in there that's just not on. I don't know if it's just a just fucking. a piece of glass. The, yeah. The fucking question. Does prompt tell you the hour? Prompt does not communicate the hour. The rationale here is that people generally know the hour of the day they're in by using other means of time checking when it's socially acceptable. So you're going right. to look. Why would you need a fucking hour hand on your on your watch? You can just look at your phone. Yeah. Is what they're saying. Yeah. Which Don't is... you have a clock in your room? You fucking weirdo. What do you need a watch for? <laughs> Buy this thing. Um. But there was a few comments on here. Uh, Bob seems to be a troll. Bob was a super backer, so he paid a lot of money to get in there and troll these guys. Um. But this is three months ago. This is. Well, this would have been right around the time, I guess, that they announced that they were having an additional week uh, to meet their. Um, they were already funded, but they got the extra week uh, with Kickstarter to meet their what were they uh, stretch goals. Bob says seven more days to add the hour feature. Great and prompt did not pick up on the sarcasm there. Sarcasm <laughs> not detected by prompt. Uh, brilliant. We are scheming, Bob. Changes to product features take some time to investigate and develop, but we are looking into this. Um, and he says, and it was great that Kickstarter needed more money and allowed you to go seven days more. Uh, which seems like more than enough time for the hour feature. Um, and so what he's referring to is his uh, his earlier comment where he does request an hour feature. He says, to expect someone to know the hour is a bit much. It uh, would be nice to have a sweep secondhand for timing things as well, like taking someone's pulse. And they said, you know, hey, thanks for the feedback. A couple people said, uh, don't do what Bob said. Don't make this a functional uh, watch in any way, but uh, people who wanted the time function of the watch did cancel their pledge. Several of them canceled their pledge after they figured out that uh, you would not actually be able to tell time uh, on this product. So just uh, just truly puzzling to me. I don't get it, um, but a lot of other people uh, did get it because they had 234 people bought one of these things at at least 169 bucks. Uh, over 200 bucks for a lot of them uh, for this fucking thing. Just outrageous. Outrageous to me. Anyways, that's prompt. Uh, Mike, I was going to read a little bit of the Kickstarter announcement as well. Uh, I thought this was pretty cool that they came out and... Well, I mean, Kickstarter is all about the creators, I guess, is number one, right? Amen. You know. Um, this is This was written March 19th. Um, they talked about, you know, hey, it's uncertain times. You know, it's very stressful. There's some extenuating circumstances. We but are guess all what? in this together. 
Exactly right. Kickstarter is standing behind you. We hear you. Uh, we respect you. And we are offering a seven-day extension on project deadlines to creators who, whose projects are live right now. Here are our suggestions for how to use that extra week. Uh, first, take a breather. You know, your physical, mental, and emotional health are important. That's pretty cool. Spend some time rethinking the timeline for completing your project, updating your backers on that, rally your backers, uh, edit your campaign messaging. Hey, it may feel weird to be putting an emphasis on your creative work right now, and here's the fun stuff. But it's worth noting that throughout all of the major upheavals in history, creators have continued to create. Whether it was making tabletop games during World War II, photographs during the Dust Bowl, literature during the plagues of the Middle Ages, or even mermaids on parade in Coney Island post-Hurricane Sandy. While you might have the impulse to hunker down and weather this storm, we urge you to keep creating through it all. It's important, not just in this moment, but for the future of our history and culture. So, wow. That's kind of a that's that's kind of Kickstarter's Braveheart moment, don't you think? Yeah. Maybe. It really reminds me of they're on the horse, they're saying, "Come on guys, you can fucking do this. You can make the Doctor Who pins." Very funny to elevate yourself to the level of people taking photographs during the Dust Bowl, but what do I know? Yeah. We're in we're in this together. Let's let's go. Let's do it. Let's make the Rick and Morty fanfic where even though they're <laughs> related, they kinda of have sex with each other. Let's make it. We need to do this. I'm I'm clinging my sword on my shield uh, to signal that I'm I'm all in for creating a new social media app where you have to uh, pay with Bitcoin or whatever the fuck. Ah, bunch of junk, junk world. You know we I'd live like, in I'd junk like a, world. I'd like a fucking thermostat that that doesn't go that doesn't say it's offline when it's when it's obviously not offline. That's what I'd like. I'm cold. Oh, I'm chilly. Boy. I'm wearing a, a cardigan, but I'd like to, you yeah. know. I'd like to turn it down a little bit while I'm recording. And this fucking thing, you know? Have you have you thought about getting off your ass and going and, and turning it on manually with your hands? I just don't want to leave you like that and leave you hanging, but... No, I can do it. No, I can do this. I can do There's this, no Mike. It's important. It's important now more than ever for us to rally together and create content, okay? Because that's what this thing is all about. It's about making sure that the people on the other end of this computer, yeah, it's ones and zeros. Yeah, it's beeps and boops. But there are All people right. out there, too. Okay. Okay, I'm done. How'd uh, it, would you, it was great. What did you set it to? 73. It was, at, it was at 71. Ooh. Now it's at 73. Yeah, I think I'm at 71 down here as well. I'm kind of chilly. Maybe I'll turn mine up to 73. You think you, think you got my back? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, well, I can do it on my phone because uh, I made sure that my network uh, works for me and my family, um, even my though it is unprecedented is, times. My Wi-Fi is so fucked up. Something's gone on with my Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't you need to get over there and help you out, dude? <clears throat> no, I'm kind of just lumping that into the big ball of everything else and saying, oh, it'll, I'll figure it out. Because, <laughs> you know, I, we haven't seen each other in months. A lot of people are writing and asking, hey, how are you guys doing this? How are you pulling this off where your chemistry is the exact same over the computer as it is in person? And I think it's because um, we don't I don't have any chemistry. So it's just not really anything to... Yeah, no, nowhere to go on that. So, Not like we were really hitting on all cylinders when we were looking at each other. <laughs> Most of the time we were looking at our phones when we were recording anyway. So it's really yeah. no different. Yeah, it's the same shit. 
Just different, we're just, different spaces. I, I believe that you guys too, and people say we're heroes for this, and that's true, but I think you guys also out there, you could get on a call with your friends and just go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless you want to watch YouTubes or something. <laughs> Pretty good. You could do that too. I think a lot of people have been doing it, and here's what I'm telling you. Pull out your recorder, start recording your little thing where you're watching a YouTube video and you're going, what the, what the crap? That stinks. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Doing impressions of our own show. That's, that's kind of a cool, <laughs> that's kind of a cool thing now. Mike, what'd you, what'd you, what, what'd you do lately? Oh, I don't know. I didn't do anything. Yeah, me neither. All right. Well, that's what else? awesome. That's awesome. See ya. It's <laughs> the show. Uh, and then you fucking sell an ad in the middle of that which reminds me uh, let's take a break we'll be back with more YKS in just a minute motherfucking six pack mike uh we got six kickstarters here we're gonna talk about them you know what they are in advance i know what they are in advance we've looked on the pages and clicked on the relevant links we know what we're gonna say about them we've done all the scrolling that you need to do we've done all the clicking we've done basically everything and now we're we're here to show you the finished product of our our hard, hard work it's so funny all you losers have to do is sit there and listen Meanwhile, we're over here doing the, uh, uh, what was it, clicking and scrolling. Yeah. Almost we like, what are you guys bringing to the really table? really do that. Zeke does most of it, but <clears throat> six-pack JF, we got something. Uh, you want to you start this one off? You want to you take the, uh, the reins here? Hey, yeah, sure. I, I think I can hop on this horse and give it a couple of kicks on the old rib, <laughs> rib cage. Giddy up. I don't know how to ride a horse. Never have. You never ridden um, a horse? I rode a horse. They're fucking, it's fucking dope, dude. I know what all those cool? cowboys we're talking about now. It's fucking sick. Yeah. You get I've, up there and you're like looking around and it's like, God damn, tall as fuck. And that's only not, one part of it. Tall. The other part is you move without even moving your goddamn legs. Right. Um, I've, I've not ridden a horse. I have, I have ridden a lot of cowboys just because I heard that that's how you save horses. So I have. Doing your part. Yeah, I've kind of, I've kind of been trying to help out those guys. That's so was was that big and rich? That was, yeah. Man, I wonder what those, those guys, guys are, are doing right now. I think we've talked about them before on the show. I think we They're have fucking too, clowns, yeah. dude. I fucking hate they these are. guys so much. They're like cowboy <laughs> cosplayers, right? Yeah, just two rich guys pretending to be. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like all these new country guys. You see, Lady Annabelle changed her name to something. Uh, I did That's see funny. that. I and did the see that. that. The thing that they changed their name to, Lady A, was already taken by some, like, black artist. <laughs> like, yeah. Now you just, 
He just stole something from them. You guys are you guys are fucking up pretty bad. <laughs> I don't funny. know. I I don't. It, Lady Annabellum is not a good name, and it also is uh, stupid not to uh, look and see if anyone else has your name before you start. I'm, yeah, or maybe if it has negative connotations or something. I think that's that's accurate, and maybe also just stop putting out music if you're a Lady yeah, Annabelle. I don't think it's, it's not, maybe not, not gonna be that good, big. Of, yeah. yeah, just maybe uh, knock that knock that off. If I were a shitty pop country act, though, I don't know what I I know. I could not think of a name for that. If that were my job to say. Well, we're going to put out some country that's like, there's like a fiddle in the background and it's like, wee, 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 well, I love going to the bike store, whatever. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. They, I haven't heard it in a while. Okay. Yeah. And there's like a, there's like a piano and it's like, well, I love going to, to the bike store, the bike store. I would just pretty good. I, yeah, what what would you call that band? What would the band even be for that? The um, band name. Racism band. And then we would have to change it, of course. Wow. Okay. Almost immediately. It's almost like why would we, why did we name it? Racism band. Yeah, it wasn't that's not good. Um Racism Band is actually a new product on Kickstarter. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. It buzzes your wrist. <laughs> when, you do, when you do a racism, so you know not to. It's like a little. <laughs> uh, no, I wanted to talk to you about Offensive Crayons, a sexy new edition. Finally, a set of crayons as filthy as your browser history, which pretty pretty damn, filth, pretty damn filthy. Don't even go. Don't go there. Yeah, don't go there. Don't go there. You may remember Offensive Crayons from before. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but maybe you just remember it from just it being a thing that probably existed at one point in time. Uh, they did this a couple years ago. They came out with Offensive Crayons. They raised nine grand, and they sold crayons for, what was it, $7? So just like an extremely low-level hustle here, uh, creating uh, crayons. And they're back. This is a new pack of offensive crayons. They say we launched offensive crayons three years ago with the intention of offending and disappointing as many people as possible. This time we're bringing you another edition of offensive crayons. But how can they get any more offensive than offensive? Well, this is their porn pack. Mike, it's porno. Porn? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, dude. Freaking skeeve me out, dude. <laughs> Freaking porn! Ah, right. nasty, fine. disgusting. Unlike rose art or Crayola, which I don't, I don't fuck with rose art. Did you ever? Did you ever get stuck with a rose art crayon? I would kill myself. See me hanging yeah. on the playground from my neck if I ever had a fucking rose art. <laughs> are these the, are these the markers that smell like fruit? They're not. See, yeah, ya. that's it. That's all I had to hang. That's all I. <laughs> See ya. Um, <laughs> unlike Rose Art or Crayola, we're bringing you all the excitement of tentacles, ASMR, and cat girls, but with none of the actual imagery that would get us banned off Kickstarter. This pack contains colors like, Mike, please, are you sitting down? Please tell me you are sitting down. I'm sitting down, JF. I'm ready. Uh, hit me with it. Yeah, Mike's sitting down. That's how you know he can't, uh, he can't change his thermostat because he's sitting down. Boo. This guy okay. has to stand up to change his thermostat. Okay. All right. It's a Wi-Fi problem. They're on two different... I think they're on two different networks. I'm not sure the issue. Get your subnets worked out, you idiot. Um, 
This pack contains colors like anal, bleach, peach, just the tip teal. I think I'm going to dot, 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 cream and other groan-worthy colors. I think I actually heard Mike moaning over there, not groaning. Yeah. Just, oh. Weren't oh you God. actually, weren't you just kind of like uh, writhing with pleasure over there when I said some yeah. of that stuff? My fucking yeah. shit. My shit's wet. Damn, my shit's wet. What the fuck? Okay, I thought so. <laughs> Um, the porn pack, uh, they don't say, I don't think they say any of the other ones that they have on here. Um, oh, actually, no, they do because there's a video and we'll play that in a second. But I wanted to tell you that this is so awesome. They actually hit their second, uh, goal. They hit their stretch goal because they raised, uh, I don't know, three, I think $3,000 is what they wanted. They got over five grand. They still have 24 days to go. Um, their second goal was offensive ish. Crayons. So unlike most of the Kickstarter thing, the Cards Against Humanity ripoffs where they get nastier with more money, this one actually got, I guess, less nasty according to them. I'm looking at their, I'm looking at their uh, first run. Alcohol yeah. piss is like a dark yellow. Statutory grape. That's funny. That is uh, funny. Yeah. Miscarriage maroon. Your parents' divorce was your fault. Peach. Very that funny. one doesn't have a lot to do with peaches, I don't think, does it? Mm-mm. No. That one doesn't hold together for me. Um, but their goal, their stretch goal was the offensive-ish pack. Um, and here are some of the colors in there. Child Bride Blue, My One Brown Friend, White Savior, and more. We promise it's Karen approved, it says. So, 24 crayons in that pack. And, of course, it's doing the uh, it's doing the shocker. It's doing the shocker on the offensive crayons porn pack, okay? Yeah. And then it's doing the middle finger on the offensive-ish crayons pack. But um, let's play the video. I I think, Mike, you're going to want to see most of the video. It's very good. Okay, where's the phone? There he goes. Finding that perfect present for your loved one? You know, the ones who equally enjoy a good old wax pencil and the simple pleasures of hardcore porn? Look no further than the offensive crayon porn pack. Shocker! It comes with some of the most delectable of colors, like... Just the tip, teal. So you should... You should pause and say, he's having porn stars read these names, right? Lydia Love, Kate Kennedy, yeah. these, these are porn stars, right? I think I'm assuming so, because they have their ass out. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, uh, yeah, they look like they're they're doing pornos basically for this. I don't know if I guess he went on cameo and got these. Would be my guess, don't you think? Or do you think he just asked them? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna look. I'm, let me just Google one of their names just really quick and just see if I can uh, come up with anything. <laughs> you want to think? You want to pause? You want to hit pause? Well, this, on this is okay. This is America's favorite stepmom, uh, five foot nine inches, ESFP. How did, he, how did he get America's? That's a good get for this. Oh yeah, it looks like there's a. They did uh, a big poll: America's best stepmom, and she won, and now he's. That's awesome. Uh, it does say here uh, Ryan Keeley is best known for her huge body of lesbian only. Hey, you had me a huge body um, <laughs> of lesbian only films from 2006 to 2012, as well. As her work with Penthouse Magazine. Um, I'm not familiar. Let me see if she's on Cameo. Yeah, she's on Cameo. America's Favorite Stepmom says right here, temporarily unavailable. 
Okay. Let me, see what, let me see what other site she's on. Hang on one second. She's taking she's taking a break. Okay. Well, keep your eyes peeled on that. Let's see what let's see what other celebrity endorsements he got for his uh, nasty his nasty porno crayons. Anal bleach peach. Good old Naomi Banks. Oh, Reach around red. I love using penis pump periwinkle to draw all my dick pics. Okay. I used ass to mouth maroon to write my grandmother's eulogy. Nana wouldn't have wanted it any other way. But wait, there's more. Offensive Crayons Porn Pack isn't just for drawing dongs or writing morning after notes. We've come up with a veritable buttload of new and exciting ways you can use this porn pack to spice up your sex life. There's a bunch of crayons taped to a dildo there. The cum squeegee. Pussy pointer. You point out your clitoris and your vulva. Tampon. Impress that milf. Like me. Strap on. Test your wall outlets. Coronavirus test. Build an ineffective wall. A ballot puncher. Fix the plumbing. I wiggled mine into a very small dildo. On guard. Knitting needles. You could self-abort. Anytime you, you can get some porno stars together and have them just do like a comedy riff on <laughs> yeah, crayons. God. Damn, this shit looks like a dick. This little crayon. What? Yeah. So this guy's instructions to these porn stars. So the first thing was, I'd like to, you to read a list of these colors. Yeah. And it's like, uh, but, butthole orange or whatever. And, and then yeah. he's like, okay, after that, think about some kind of stuff you might want to do, uh, with a, a crayon that's kind of nasty or whatever. And, and most of them I think were sort of in the zone of like, well, I would probably put this in my pussy hole. I think is where most of them were. That yeah. was the sandbox most of them were playing in, right? I'm gonna put this in my pussy. I'm gonna yeah. put this up my ass. Not right. a lot of not a lot of room here for yeah for stuff. But some of them were political as well. That was kind of cool to see. Um, let's yeah, see where else build, they go with it. Build a wall, you know. Build a wall. Yeah, that was something. That was interesting. Pregnancy test. Not pregnant. That was close. She is I'm pregnant. Celebrate. Mm. No, don't drink the wine. No, even though a little bit is okay. Well, I think. Tiniest stripper pole. <laughs> a shoehorn. Chopsticks. Make it a meal. Spaghetti. Just putting crayons in a hot pan. A delicious post-coitus snack. I use them to see how far my mouth can stretch. They don't call her Deep Throat Shannon for nothing. White Zinfandel. Mama loves her pink wine. Oh, and my personal favorite, the field sobriety test. I'm not sure what that is. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not sober. Ooh, God. My guess is something fierce. Why does it feel like something's kicking? Is pregnant one. And for just $1, you can get blue balls. Or for $8, you can get the ultimate happy ending and receive your very own offensive crayons porn pack. What will you use them for? Send us your ideas. All right. So this is created by two ladies 
actually, who host a podcast called Two Girls, One Mike. And, uh, is that true? Yeah, this is created by Alice. The, the, por- the, the podcast is like uh, called Two Girls, One Mike, the porn cast, reviewing all the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. So they're, they're, they're two sex positive gals, you know, they're doing this podcast. It says Alice Vaughn, co-host producer of the podcast, is the famous creator of infamous creator of offensive crayons and adults only podcast or a box of crayons for the wildly artistic with a healthy sense of humor. When she's not gleefully exploiting the general public's constant stream of PC outrage, Vaughn often finds herself accidentally going viral for better or worse, like she did here, here and here. So I'm clicking the first one. Oh, yeah, what are these? Okay, this is World Star Hip Hop. It says, she was open. Girl rides a motorized pleasure machine, and her reaction tells she loves it. This is just fucking news for horny guys. So, wait, hold up. That was on World Star? (laughs) It was just a chick riding a Sibian? That's not news, is it? Yeah, yeah. And then then she went viral because she posted a tweet that says... We need to add Puerto Rico, D.C., and Guam as states. 53 is a prime number. Then we can be truly one nation, indivisible. Okay. That's cute. Uh, And then she uh, posted this other one that says, uh, I'm going to be a hit at the office sweater party this year. And she has a uh, a Christmas sweater that says, it's a Pornhub Christmas sweater, and it says, ho, ho, ho. It has like dildos on it and stuff. Okay, kind of a level one take on it, but I do I do think if 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 a if a porn star is getting together with other porn stars and making crayons, that elevates it slightly in my eyes because yeah. what they show is they just show like a nasty horny guy in his apartment. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't think it's some nasty guy. You know, put the that's what put I some think. Ladies on there, make it like oh oh we're some ladies and we made this because it's funny. Don't put don't put some nasty freak with a nasty mustache on here. Because that to me is like this guy's this is this is what I was really thinking about this, and I'm glad that you figured that out. I mean, it still sucks, and I'm not buying crayons with stupid names just because I'm an adult and I can't use a, a a Crayola, whatever the fuck. You don't know how to use crayons, yeah. We're never yeah. taught. Sad. I keep putting them in my pussy hole. I guess that's not what you're <laughs> supposed to do. But. I, it does, it, at first glance, it does make it seem like there's this horny guy who's like, oh, I, I, let me try to think of the nastiest thing I can think of. Oh, yeah, mm. porno. And it's just like this guy who doesn't, who can't interact with sex in, in like a meaningful yeah, yeah. way, like a grown-up way. And it's just gross, like, ooh, like, like it's like Urban Dictionary sex, right? Yeah. It's like, and, what, the, what, and, the, what, and the VO is not helpful either. It's like some guy who's like... uh what if you did, what if you fucking put some crayons up your ass? Yeah. And what if you put a fucking crayon up your ass? And he's not listed, now this guy is not listed as a collaborator on this one, but on the first one, this guy Dan Broadband is listed as a creator. Dan and Broadband. Yeah, it's something you don't name. have at your house. Okay, fuck off. Yeah. Um, I told you that in confidence about the thing <laughs> that. This guy, um, he's listed as a collaborator on the first one, and I can't tell if it's the guy from the video or not, because he just looks like a, he's making one of those fucking faces that guys make when they have to take their picture. He's wearing a mask, too, in his profile pic. It's another way you can't, I mean... Yeah, that's hard. You can't but fucking he, tell some of these people. They walk into a, a gas station, and you can't tell what their intentions are, because they got the goddamn mask <laughs> on. 
You got to follow him around. Um, this guy is a science enthusiast, atheist, lover of cats. He's got a million plus fans on a science enthusiast on Facebook. Um, he he has a podcast, Science Enthusiast Podcast. Um, so this guy is if you look on his website at scienceenthusiast.com, the top story right now is Alex Jones wants you to know that he will eat your ass. Uh, then there's one, Trump taps ancient aliens guy as Secretary of Space Force. Is he like, are these jokes that he's doing, or is he trying to do fake viral <laughs> news on here? <laughs> I don't know what this guy's deal is. I'm I'm sort of back to thinking this guy is actually the one who did the crayons, honestly, yeah. because this bio says, like you, I was forever changed that fateful day when our Harambe's life came to a close. While Harambe may be gone, it is my home. It is my home. It is my home that we can forever keep Harambe's memory alive. When I'm not mourning the loss of our dearest gorilla, I blog and podcast as a science enthusiast. And then his his uh, the Kickstarter that he has as his sole creation on here is May twenty seven May twenty seventeen to May twenty eighteen Harambe Memorial Wall Calendar. Um, and this, this is, is something he did. Oh, this is something no. he did. How did you find this? Where is he? Where is that at? Well, if that you click sucks. on, you go from the offensive crayons to their bio to two created to offensive crayons one to clicking the bio again to gotcha. see that he's a collaborator on the project. And then you go to his bio. Then there's, uh, so there's an example of the calendar, February 2017, which it's supposed to be a calendar from May 2017. But in the okay, in the prototype it says February because I think he just took the calendar that he had and then taped a picture of a gorilla over it and says, "Hold him in your memory, find him in your dreams." Big big uh, controversy here on the first run of the offensive crayons. They had a shipping or a, a printing error at the factory, and they got a duplicate crayon in the box. This could, I mean, this could make or break a campaign here, JF, when this stuff happens. Oh my god, how do you trust them with your eight dollars again? <laughs> that's crazy if they if they if i if i see another uh, another double booger green incident in this crayon pack <laughs> yeah i'm gonna stop adult coloring i swear to god that's tough that's a tough one all right you'll uh, find me fucking swinging from the plate i'll oh, just come back to that for some reason <laughs> Five thousand eighty-eight dollars pledged of three thousand two hundred sixty-eight backers. Twenty-four days to go. That's offensive crayons, a sexy new edition. I took too long with that. Sorry, Mike. Uh, go ahead and and do this one in about two minutes if you can. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 cue offensive po- combating telemarketing fraud real time. Cue <laughs> offensive. The people who are listening to their podcast on one and a half times speed right now are thinking, Just "What the crap?" Lost it, dude. I can't tell what's happening. Am I? Did I hit it to go forty <laughs> times speed? Q Q offensive. Mm-hmm. I think is how you say it. I don't know. I don't know is, how. I don't know how you're supposed to say it because it doesn't make any sense with what it is. So. Oh, I love these ones. Q offensive is an application that will make an offensive stance against telemarketing fraud. Time to fight back. Yeah. 
Q-Offensive is going to change the telemarketing fraud game as we know it. We need to stop being on the defensive and start being on the offensive. I could sit here and copy all the statistics I can find online about telemarketing fraud. How 80% of all telemarketing fraud affects elderly people. That more than half of all cell phone calls made have fraudulent intent. I won't tell you how many hundreds of millions of dollars each year people's Life savings are handed over to criminals. Big problem, JF. These guys, mm-hmm. these guys overseas, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, yeah. And some, and some on our seas. Just trying to find our on our seas. Trump that. Trump my way out of saying that. <laughs> Trump my way out of saying something offensive. Some of these guys, you know, they're from countries over there, you know, and some are from here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. No, you're right. A lot of people do get scammed, and a lot of times it is uh, old folks and um, although some young folks as well. And I don't. It does <laughs> seem po- like he some could folks get say. Sca- some folks get scammed, and they they spend they have their whole life savings taken from them, and it's very sad. But sometimes it's, it's not. Just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Sometimes it's not. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but sometimes it's okay. Yeah. My program, Q Offensive, is quite simple. It will have two main features, incoming call alerts and report call. Incoming call alerts, this will alert you of any incoming call from our database of confirmed fraudulent numbers. Report call, if you receive a suspicious call, report it and we'll click, quickly confirm it is a threat. Upon now, here's threat, the fu- this is where it really gets meaty on this fucking thing. Upon threat confirmation... <laughs> The call data will be immediately transferred to a Q-offensive tech who will oversee the real-time trace on the cloud quantum computer. Yeah. This trace will take approximately 10 to 15 seconds. We will have the physical location of the call anywhere on the planet. All call data and location data will be forwarded to the local authorities for apprehension of the criminal or criminals. Come on. The account holder of the phone number will be blacklisted and the number will be blocked for one year. This stuff already exists. There's True Caller. There's all these applications that you can download on your phone that have these block lists of known spammers and you can just install it on your phone today. Mm-hmm. And do those work? I don't actually know whether they work or they not. They do work. Yeah. But the main thing is, is that a lot of them are spoofing numbers and everyone has experience, I think, by now of numbers being spoofed, whether it's uh, a lot of times for me, it's like the first six or seven digits of my phone number that they'll spoof. Uh, yeah. I have gotten a call from my own number before. Um, <laughs> it happens, you know, happens a lot. Most of the time it's from the area code that you're, wherever your phone is from, you know, that's that's the that's what they do is they match yeah. the area code. So I got a 917 number and like, I'm like, oh, who's calling me from Brooklyn? Nobody. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Why would I pick that up? Right, but you can block those out with like whatever uh, applications, like the True Caller and the. There's some other ones I forget. I mean, even uh, T-Mobile for a while did it, like on their network, just on their yeah. own. I so, mean, and, and, and I have an Android now, which I fucking hate. I have to get a fucking iPhone. I hate this fucking Android shit. I hate oh, that's it so probably much. why you're. Uh, that's probably why you can't mess with your thermostat. You're on Android. It literally, it probably is. I yeah, mean, probably. That's that, why your shit's all fucking, fucked up. I've, I punched my phone so many times because it's a goddamn <laughs> piece of shit. I just I punch my stuff. phone ten times a day. <laughs> but, well, this stuff already exists. Josh Rathburn, you fucking boob. This guy is so stupid. Uh, listen, to his, thought, listen to his little bio. My life philosophy is simple: treat people as you want to be treated, and stand up for those that cannot stand up for themselves. 
What a loser. Let's was, get this guy. I try to instill those values in my two amazing children every day. <laughs> Jacking off motion here. <laughs> um, he does a risks and challenges. The main challenge will be creating the algorithm for the trace on the quantum computer. I mean, to me, that sounds like probably be a breeze. I would do that. <laughs> I would do that so quickly. I wouldn't even charge you to do it. That's how quickly I would do it. Um, he says, I've been working with a small group of programmers that specializes in quantum programming. We estimate approximately three months and 30 to 50 hours on the cloud QC. Cloud access to quantum computers starts at $2,000 an hour. Uh, so that's how they land on their asking price here, which is $138,000. They've budgeted for um, 50 hours of quantum computing access and, of course, salaries to pay the programmers and, I guess, himself. And I would say, Mike, what do you think the odds are here of this guy being scammed right now as he's talking <laughs> to quantum programmers? Yeah. I mean, that's clearly what's happening, right? He is being scammed, and the, the guy who's scamming him is coming up with the ultimate grift, which is, hey, we should stop all these scammers. Well, it's going to cost you about $2,000 an hour, but I think we can do it. I think we can work on an application for you, sir. Oh, my God. In the background, you hear a bunch of other guys saying, yeah, I think we can do an application. It'll be $2,000 an hour. <laughs> Where are you at right now? <laughs> uh, Toledo. <laughs> god damn i mean there is that guy well what's the guy's name on twitch i think we've watched some of his stuff Kitboga, yeah he's done some pretty pretty funny stuff with those guys and they get really mad at him um yeah but it still good. it still does feel i don't know i i don't like i don't like experiencing any of it because on the one hand you, you call up america to scam an old lady and that's not too good but also yeah. i feel like the people who are over there are also they're themselves getting scammed have you seen sometimes how the the call centers work um in those places that's that's also not good you know yeah it's, the whole I mean, thing it's is a, fucked the fucking whole industry is predatory and stuff you got these bosses that fucking make these guys call for i mean every day all day long yeah. they're sitting in these right. fucking call centers like trying to trick people there was a video of some guy i don't know if we talked about this but there was a video of some guy who got like the he got he connected with one of these scammer guys through um he let him into like a virtual machine on his mm -hmm. network and then he got that guy's ip and figured out that they have a cctv in their building so he found the ip for the cctv and he was able to like watch the people in the call center as as they were like scamming him and stuff so he was like asking the guy like where are you from or whatever he was like i'm from california or whatever <laughs> he was yeah. like in india he was right. like looking at him say it it was very funny that's freaking golden eye stuff mike yeah anyway this guy's really good and smart uh q q offensive don't know what the q u means don't know oh is it quantum is that what it is quantum offensive is that what he's yeah yeah oh my quantum. god well the screenshot of his uh, phone that he didn't crop at all to... Well, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, he's got an Android screenshot with like... He does. Just um, um, 
an, an, a massive amount of fucking notifications at the top of the screen here. Is that what your shit looks like right now? It's not what my sh- Don't fucking start that shit. <laughs> I think that's what yours looks like. Because it looks like he's... So he's got half battery. I think that's about where you start at, at the day over there. He's got... Uh, 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 oh, let's fuck. See, he's I got, do have half battery. No. He, does. he has two signals on 4G. Uh, no LTE. Um, he's connected to Wi-Fi, but it says, uh, cannot access thermostat. So that's going to be tough. Mm, yeah. And he's got two bars, huh? 37%. It's really clean. bad. My shit's clean, bro. Come on. Okay. It's clean. It's clean. <laughs> it looks good. Hey, it looks good. Um, all right. $1 of 138,000. Uh, that's not good. Okay. Okay. What else? What else, Mike? What else is in the news? I guess we could talk about... What else do we want to talk about here? I guess we we'll just keep doing this shit. should have thought of more stuff to talk about. We should have, yeah. Uh, did, we do the, uh, did we do the thing about Trump? I guess we did. Okay. We don't have anything else. Well, that's the show. That's Bye. it. Swag it. Imagine sharing without limits. And can I tell you something that is very interesting to me? This has been canceled in the... Mm, two hours since I put it on this document. This was... Oh, fuck. I just refreshed it. <laughs> it wasn't canceled. So it's been canceled in the last 30 minutes. Yeah. That's breaking news, essentially. That is breaking news. Project is canceled June 14th, 2020. Oh, wow. Um. Wow, okay. Well, still, we have to say that it sucks. Sorry. We still have to do our job. It says, Swagit is a free, a forever free social network made and inspired by you. Your data is protected via custom algorithm. Even us can't view them. Now, uh, this is just the, it's the social media app of the week that we talk about on here all the time. Uh, oh, but yeah. it does have some, it does have some interesting extra features in it. Uh, let me play the video. What's <laughs> this video? It's just him scrolling. <laughs> it's just him scrolling like a mock-up of the site. Okay. Yeah, very and like it's extremely loud in the background as well. Yeah, Fucking it doesn't a lot help. of lot of white noise and get your get your dock in there too. Why not? Yeah, get the dock. Loser. Um, doesn't know the last guy didn't know how to crop. This guy doesn't know how to crop. Yeah. Cropping. We need like a fucking remedial class on cropping <laughs> in this country. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's not just a social media app that has all of the great features like commenting, articles, you know, followers, uh, freedom of speech, which is so cool to have. It also has an interesting rewards feature. Okay. And you get those every single day. They're called what else but swag. Say we're on swag after all, you know, um, it's not even how the word swag works. You can't say swags, but Swags are similar to tokens that can be purchased with a credit card, uh, kind of like if you go to the famous New York subway, you use your credit card, you get a token, you put it in the slot, and you get on the subway. Hear that famous coin clink in the subway, yeah. and you know you're off to somewhere exciting in the city. Such uh, And I'll just think of some place right off the top of my head, probably Sbarro's at the New York Sbarro's, City. Quiznos, at the, yeah. The, the New Fire, York, the Firehouse fabulous. subs. You're probably probably heading down to the fabulous New York City Park, uh, where you can grab a slice of Savaro pie and watch the latest movies, such as Fifty uh, First Dates. Um, you can get swags by either buying them with a credit card, which is what I, I'll do that because I'm going to get the rewards on my card anyway. So it's basically just I'm getting rewarded for being rewarded. Um, 
but you can also click on poll ads or you can engage on Swagit content posts. Um, those can be used to purchase ads that you can create as well as tip your favorite content authors to show your appreciation, advertise your services, your items to sell, uh, anything. Um, and of course, you can also uh, import everything from your existing social network accounts. So then you uh, you just pull all of your posts and, and put them on uh, their site, which that's uh, something to do. Uh, you can also use it for marketing and trade, okay? Says, have you ever posted a controversial ad for services that are needed but not necessarily accepted as part of the social norm? I guess he's talking about selling drugs. Yeah, or... Or breast milk. Okay. Is so that a against, lot of times. Is that against terms of service, Mike, to sell your breast milk? A lot of times they won't let you buy it because it's like a health hazard or something. So you have to go through back channels, like te telegram channels and stuff like that. You have to. Okay. There's groups that you can join. <laughs> okay. Well, you and now you'll have swag it. Um, none of the content is censored by any large governing body or independent censorship group. People can choose to see it. It's it's anything you create. It's not just ads, okay? But then there's also pull ads. We're all familiar with in-your-face ads. The most common is the advertisements run on YouTube before you get to the video you chose. Interesting. I don't know that that's the most familiar ad I could think of, but uh, often we're impatient to skip them and move on. However, what if you could make that choice to see an ad based on its topic and even earn swags for viewing the ads? This is known as pull ads. You choose your topics of interest that can be modified at any time, and you will be notified that there are ads to view. So, you are constantly updating your profile with stuff you need. Then eventually, this guy sells ads to, in this case, he's saying uh, people who sell couches. And then eventually, it'll say, hey, look, here's, there's an ad available for if you want to see a couch ad. And then you uh, click, I want to see the ad. And then you watch the ad. And then you get a swag it. And the swag it then can be used to purchase your ad that will only be shown to people who say that they want to see a guy selling breast milk on the fucking uh, page that they're on so it sounds really good um, for 15 <clears throat> bucks you can get access to the private beta you also receive some swags or 100 bucks you're the titanium swag at founder you get 20,000 swags and a t-shirt um, and of course you can even go all the way up to platinum where you get 25,000 swags for uh, who, who for who cares you can't do it anymore because they <laughs> raised who cares for they fucking raised, who cares? <laughs> they wanted thirty-five thousand nine hundred Canadian dollars, and they raised six dollars Canadian and twenty-nine Canadian uh, cents. And uh, based on what I know about Canadians, they don't have a lot of cents up there, so that's pretty uh, valuable. What do they have? Money? Um, yeah, and yeah, uh, probably in in place of their <laughs> brain, probably maple syrup. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> anyway, Mike, what's uh, what's one that you have that you can uh, talk about now? Oh boy, I can't even think of one. I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Use oh, your brain, which is not even full of Canadian uh, syrup anymore. I'll have I'll uh, I'll tell I'll tell I'll have the touch-free ring, please. The touch-free ring. With the touch-free ring, you can quickly and easily press buttons and taps in public spaces without contact with your finger. So this is a, a piece of... Oh boy. Piece of shit. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You know. 
No, this is fine. This is like a ring that you wear that you put on your finger. Okay. It has a. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 <laughs> Wish you'd put one on mine. Uh, you, I mean, you're you're with somebody, so don't, I, don't, would, I would. Um, I would like to marry you. Um, so this is like a Etsy type thing where where it has like a it's a what is it like a piece of a wood cylinder or wood uh, circle. I mean, right? truly, try to describe this in a way yeah, that I'm makes any to sense. Describe it. It's a flat. It's really it's a hard. Flat piece of fucking wood, and it has a string around it, and you tie it to your finger, and you tap stuff or push stuff, and you won't get any of those nasty germs on your fingers. Ew. Yeah. Germs. This is something that. Uh, this is one of those things where I'm sitting at the kitchen table. I've got my computer open. I'm scrolling my sites. Maybe I'm doing some uh, fabulous online banking on a website, which is so cool to do nowadays. Mm-hmm. And uh, my kid taps me on the shoulder and says, uh, Daddy, look what I got. And I turn around and it's some it's something and it looks exactly like this. And I go, oh, this is this is awesome. This is so cool. I love this. I have needed this. For so long. I'll give you any amount of money for this. Just really quick. Tell me what the fuck is this supposed to be? Yeah. And they'll say it's a rocket ship or, or whatever, you know. That's and awesome. I got to look and I got to I got to put the the face on that says, yeah, this is a rocket ship, even though I know, you know, the only guy making rocket ships right now is Elon Musk and you and his explode all the time. So if be you're careful. telling me you can't even do that, then <laughs> You know, what are we even doing here anymore? My kid, my kid, uh, my kid zip tied some Legos to his drone the other day and showed me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn, dude, that's fucking badass. (laughs) Because you want to encourage creativity and play. Yeah. I mean, even though, look, he came to me with the idea. Okay. He said, how do I attach this to this? And even though I thought it was a stupid idea, I still found the zip ties and helped him out. Because that's what you do. That's what you do. That's what Papa does. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, you let them fail, which they will yeah. do often. You ignorant bastard. I was like, shaking my head while I was making it for him. You're not going to be we'll, able to land. You're attaching this to the bottom, to the fucking skis right. of the helicopter. You dope. And you know? what was the ultimate goal of the helicopter, the Lego helicopter? He had attached some Legos upside down to the bottom of his helicopter. So he was going to attach some more stuff to the helicopter and see what he could still attach to the helicopter and still lift off. Okay. He's like testing the power of the helicopter. Okay. He's funny. He's he is funny. 22 years old as well. He is 23 now. Yeah. Okay. okay. But, uh, you know, I'm a special little guy still living at home and <laughs> with the touch free ring, you can quickly easily and easily press buttons and taps. So, so this is like, uh, you know, all those, all those goddamn guys making those key things, you know, this is, uh, this is made by veterans. Yeah, those are. This is machined copper, made in the USA, yeah. proudly forged in the land of the free. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. At least that's like a piece of metal. This is this is scraps. This is an Etsy type answer to that stuff, right? This is, is the yeah. this is the Etsy answer. This is a like I said, a circle of fucking material with some goddamn shit through it, and then you put use it on a tissue. Fucking... Use a tissue. Honestly. If this is where you're at, use a tissue. And I'm not use, even, I'm not going to make tissue. fun of you. I'm not going to shame you for saying, I don't want to touch stuff in public. I don't want to touch stuff in public either. Go nuts. But use a tissue. I, 
I explained wear, wear to gloves, you know, something, you know. My six year old was scared of she's my six year old is performatively scared of bugs, okay? Yeah. Nobody loves bugs. Okay, some people do love here come the bug lovers emailing me. We love Excuse bugs. Excuse me. Bugs. Excuse bugs me. Number one. Okay. Uh you know, uh, you know, whatever the I'm not even gonna whatever they'll to say. Do the, I'm not even gonna do lip service to the Latin name of a bug here on the show. <laughs> I don't I don't need to. I could Dead easily language. do it. And I don't know I don't want to. Yeah. Um it's okay to be scared of bugs, but she's doing this. She'll see a bug and she'll run out of the room, uh, you know, screaming. And I'm like, okay, you're do- this is a bit. You're doing a bit. Yeah. I can tell you're doing a bit. Here's how you're going to manage this. You're going to get a piece of paper or a paper towel or a napkin or a tissue, and you're just going to pick it up and throw it in the garbage or throw it outside and then call it a day. And I showed yeah. it to her one time, and she's got it on lock now. She can do it. There was a dead spider there that looked like my stupid dog went up and ate and then just crunched and left on the ground. <laughs> and my kid freaked out. And I said, what are we, you know, what are you going to do? She grabbed a piece of paper. She slid it under there and she said, hmm, took care of it, dumped it in the garbage and went on about her day. I mean, that, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's that's up. cool. I felt good about it. That's probably my one parenting victory. My kid, uh, that he's, tw- my kid is 23, you know, and he's, he's still scared of that stuff. He won't. You know, I think it's because we watched Arachnophobia one week ago, and he's just terrified oh, okay. of the movie. John Goodman, he he loved John Goodman's performance in that movie, and I gotta say, yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, stellar performance, incredible, incredible film, incredible actor. He's got, he's got so much range; it's awesome, and he's still <laughs> at it. Very cool stuff. Um, this, yeah, this is just a this this is not a fit. Look, it's fucking five dollars. It's got five dollars, but. uh I mean, one of these things is she's touching a microwave in her own house with this button. Come on, what are you doing? Yeah, I feel like we're touching the sink in your own house. It's like, come on, bro. You know, you don't need wipe it down or something. I don't know. I don't know either. Sanitizer, face mask, touch-free ring, check. Hopefully, this will be part of your EDC or something. You know. Yeah. Well, it's it's essentially a button. It's like a button that you would use that you would string on a necklace, right? That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, you just get like a just attach anything to your finger and just touch stuff with your finger. Now, I mean, that's just what this is. Truly, anything. Put anything on your finger. Wow, an offensive crayon, maybe. Um, okay, Mike. The last one I've got, and I'll make it quick because there is a there's not a ton of content on this one. Um, even though the idea is so good. This is called Build Self-Helping and Self-Policing Communities App. Um, oh, you thought we were going to uh, defund the police and uh, reform our communities um, without an app? Yeah, you you were wrong. Uh, obviously, we need the power of apps to help us do this. Um, they help us really do everything they help us order food they help us manage our thermostat mike in some cases <laughs> and they also help us transform society i believe um, this campaign is to create a platform app for help think of it like uber for help it lets people in need of help connect with other people or institutions around them the app will make it easy for people to post any kind of help that they need and when and where they need it the app will give option to helper and helpee to remain anonymous, it will enable people around them to call for help for someone in need. There will be a review and rating system to make sure the platform is not being misused. 
The platform will also use machine learning, and the crowd goes wild, machine learning, uh, to identify the urgency of the help needed, including if someone is in emergency, identify fraud, the authenticity of the need, rating help or help B, and connecting them to the people, institutions that can help them. Okay, they need to build this app, they need to market the app, um, and they go on all about the stuff, how... I mean, they they pay lip service here to law enforcement bias based on race, religion, and national national origin. Um, they talk about self policing. They talk about the COVID nineteen pandemic. These people don't have resources. Of course, this app will definitely help with that. Um, just like Uber, just like Uber, people get into medical emergency with no one around to help. And then being unable to call 911 or ambulance by themselves, or people get attacked by someone, which makes them unable to take any action. The app will have opt-in speech recognition using artificial intelligence that will always be on, listening, and will inform people around slash law enforcement slash hospital if it identifies emergency and the person is unresponsive. So let's, let's imagine that scenario and how that might go down, Mike. So... Of course, one of the fabulous things to think about um, when you're talking about defunding the police, um, the wonderful counter argument to that is, well, what if something happens? And of yeah. course, then you have to spend a lot of time thinking about what if something happened and, uh, you know, what if uh, what if someone were robbing me in an alley, of course? What if um, my, my neighbor, I haven't seen my neighbor in two days. What if I haven't seen my neighbor in a matter of hours? Right. And I need to call someone about it. Who do I, who should I call? Yeah. You know? Right. There's no answer. You call the local tank service and they come and they <laughs> bulldoze your neighbor's house down. Um, you know, imagine you uh, have just gotten out of an opera. Uh, you leave through the back door with your young son. Um, yeah. And all of a sudden you're accosted in an alley. Now, uh, the, the criminal wants your wife's uh, Pearl, priceless pearls. pearls. Yeah. What do you do? Right? Of course, you, uh, well, it doesn't happen in the first place because of our awesome police force being there to <laughs> stop the crime in its tracks. Therefore, you know, your son never goes on to be the hero that we all need because that's the cops in this case. Yeah. No. Cops don't stop crime. Um, but. Maybe an app will, maybe an app that's always listening to you and then it, it's in your, it's on your phone in your pocket and you're, you can kind of say, uh, what are you going to do? Stab me? And then I guess it'll immediately call the police for you, which I guess will still exist in this scenario. They'll come out, keep you from getting stabbed. And then when they shoot you to death, your app will call an ambulance for you and take you to the hospital. And, and then when you get there, you'll have a big bill and then you'll say to the, You'll say to the app, How, don't make me pay the bill. And it'll say, contacting credit police. And then they'll come out and just shoot you in the hospital bed. Drive an APC over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting future where your phone protects you from all this stuff like Iron Man. Um, five bucks and it'll be free. Uh, maybe not how I would describe it. Um, but it'll get here very soon. Uh, the app will be finished in December of 2020. Um, and then at that point, all of the people will be able to stay safe from police and the coronavirus. So uh, if you guys can just hang on till then, you know, this guy has your back with the uh, with Uber for help. 
or help. Yeah, Uber for help. Yeah, so that's cool. One dollar pledge to five hundred grand. One backer. Fifty six days to go. Very depressing. Very depressing. That's, that's crap. That's crap. That's our that's our best and brightest right there. Working on a solution. Oh, let's see here. I've said what this before, got? Mike. I'm going to repeat myself. Yeah. I'm going to repeat myself. And I'm going to sound like a dumbass when I do it. But I, this is what I really believe. I really do think this. You know in Pacific Rim, <laughs> when the world is threatened by an outside force, yeah, the kaiju are coming from the, the, the nuclear electromagnetic crack, the, uh, the dimensional portal in the ocean, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're coming to destroy us. And the whole world comes together and forms this this Jaeger Corps, this defense group that's going to protect Earth and its inhabitants, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, because they're the last line of defense. The, that's exactly right, Mike. And the whole the, the world pulls all its resources, stops everything else, and says, we're going to take care of this problem because, you know, we, we can work together. We're all people here. We can really work together. Black, white, yellow, you know, whatever. It doesn't it's matter. Like, I don't care if you're time purple for, polka dot. Time for labels is past. The time for action is now. You know, this is this is right. But the funny thing is, is, is if that really happened, if there really were alien dinosaurs stomping on all of the buildings on Earth, the number one thing we would do is we would say, uh, "Well, let's tr- let's try to figure out an app for this, mm-hmm. right, where <laughs> you can like call if you see a monster." monster reporting app that's yeah. what that's 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 exactly what we would do and we would give we would give elon musk 10 billion dollars and he would just he would buy like a house with wheels and just like drive it around i don't know it's, it's fucking sucks why isn't our world more like the comic book world mike god yeah why can't i you know hang out with my my bud in like a big robot that would be stomping cool, around, right? you know. What if we were in the breach together? In the in the what was it? Rift? What was it? I've actually forgotten now. Oh my god! Sounds like it's time for a rewatch. Do you want to rewatch it? Yeah, let's cut this off and rewatch it. Okay, cool. Let me do this last one here first. It's I, we got cards, and we're card- back from watching the movie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we got cards. Christians like it's it's a party game with but with uh, convictions. JF, it's car it's cards. Christians like go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. You're not even on the right, you're not even on the right tab. I don't have it pulled up yet. Sorry. <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage. Hey, what's up, guys? My name's Dinga Madri, and I'm one of the creators of Cards Christians Like. First off, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who's pledged, who's liked a post, who shared a post, who supported us in any way. Without you, there's no way that we could have been fully funded in just one day on Kickstarter. But guys, we're not done yet. We still have so much more time. So we're going to set forth some stretch goals. This is so that we can make a bigger, better game that helps more people. Guys, we're literally changing culture together. We're providing a party game for Christians, something that I've never seen before. So thank you 
for helping us be a part. Our first stretch goal is going to be $25,000. Now, if we meet $25,000, we're going to be releasing a new expansion pack, a pop culture expansion pack written by Epic Christian Memes. So guys, if you want to help out, this is what you can do. Number one, you can pledge. If you haven't done so already, pledge. If you have pledged already, you can adjust your pledge for even more money. The second thing you can do is follow along on our social medias. Instagram is where we kind of post most of our updates, but it's also on Facebook. So just look us up, Cards Christians Like. The third thing that you can do is share. Share our post. Even if you've pledged, just share. Let your friends know. Let your family know. And together, we're going to smash through these stretch goals and create an amazing product for the entire world. Okay, Mike. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. <clears throat> it's a car. It's a card game. Like uh, you know, you see all around there. You know, we first created cards. Christians like as a funny Christian alternative to other party games. A joke turned into a spreadsheet of ideas, and months later, it was produced into our first five hundred card prototype. Yeah. After playing a few rounds with some friends and posting some pictures online, we realized there was a real need for a well-produced party game for Christians. So we got serious. We brought in different content writers to help expand the deck. We spent several more months of beta testing with different groups. We developed a system of vetting cards based on their playability and relatability. We decided if we're going to release a game, we wanted it to be the most excellent product we could produce. And that's when we turned to crowdfunding. So this is, you know, I shouldn't even have to explain it at this point. Cards Christians Like is an easy game to play. Um, you get blue cards, white cards. Each player cards with seven starts with seven white cards. The most overly spiritual person plays the first blue card. Yeah, because there's a lot of times there's a tiebreaker to see who goes first, right? And it's like who's got the, uh, who got laid last. Yeah. Who, you know, who loves the Lord more? Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's a fucking... t- I mean, are we ever going to get started even with the game? I feel like we're going to be arguing the whole time. I do. And no, dude. The other guy's like, no, you fucking don't. I fucking I, I do. definitely do. I was just at church the other day. I was there and I was thinking, that damn, this shit is real. This is awesome. Oh, you were at church the other day? I just actually came from church and I'm actually going back to church after this. Oh. So I just, you, know, I'm, you caught me. Crap. Just, so, I guess I'll Damn go first. <laughs> oh, I love Satan now. <laughs> uh, the over, the first, uh, overly spiritual play, person plays a first blue card. What this is, is the early church fathers initially included blank in the first draft of the Bible. So, you get all these white cards. You know, this is kind of similar to another one of these uh, games called uh, Card, card Hum- Humanity. Card. Yep. Persuasive snakes is one of the things. Uh, dancing on Sunday mornings like I do so on Saturday night. Whatever. Uh, looks uh, like binge so, watching Disney Plus instead of having a quiet whatever. I don't know. You, they covered up some of the cards, yeah. so it's hard. Um, Man, that sucks. Whatever. Not for me, right? Christianity, no, religion, death cult. Yeah. I hate it. Not for me, okay? In today's episode of Veggie Tales, Larry the Cucumber wrestles with wearing shorts to church, using my TikTok platform for the glory of God. 
Um, sing, singing Big House with hand motions. Uh, essential oils. Uh, a Chris Tomlin's version of every trending worship song. A Jesus flipping tables rampage. S- saying Daddy God. Ugh. The 11th, yeah, the 11th commandment. Uh, thou shalt stop not being allowed to read Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Was that really one of them? Consistently using Jeremiah twenty nine eleven out of context. Awkwardly passing the empty tithe bucket. Okay, well, whatever. Daniel, good job with your Kickstarter. It raised over 20 grand of the $12,000 goal. 503 backers. People Jeremiah one eleven is that what it was? Yes. Jeremiah the word 23, of the Lord. Jeremiah 2311. 2311 says for both prophet and priest are ungodly even in my or godless in even in my temple i find their wickedness declares the lord what the fuck does that mean this motherfucker's always talking in riddles and shit the lord yeah it's like fucking speak english motherfucker goddamn (laughs) you know both prophet and priest are ungodly even in my house i have found their evil declares the lord damn so I guess that's like, is that God like going in on yeah, humans? Yeah, like even fucking priests and shit who are all fucking worshiping my ass like 24-7, even these yeah. motherfuckers are not perfect. They're fucking assholes and pieces of shit. So It's like, okay, dude, maybe you had something to do with that. <laughs> maybe if, like you were a better God? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's essentially like us just saying how uh, crazy our kids were just a few minutes ago, right? Like you were saying, no, oh, nothing my- like that. My they, kid's putting my kid's putting <laughs> Legos on his uh, thing and staying inside all the time. It's like, well, we actually went to the park the other day. Smart ass. No, I know. I, I, I nice. saw it, and I had never. Now I've I've lived here, and I've I've not been there. What did you uh, What, what do you think of it? It's very nice. We we so we went over. To, we got the kid's bike, you know, from his mom's, and then we went to the. We loaded it up in the car, and put it in the trunk there, you know, and then we rode over to the. Uh, we got some food and then rolled over to the old park, you know, and I was like, I'm just going to hang out on this bench post up. Yep. And I was like, you're free to fucking ride around, dude. This is fucking all open area. And he rode the bike for like five minutes. He was like, I'm scared of falling. Yep. 23 years old, this guy. <laughs> yeah. So we loaded the fucking bike up and then came back home. We were there for yeah half hour. <laughs> you, well, you, once he told you that, you said, no problem. I'll go ahead and I'll use my phone to set the thermostat back home to a comfortable temp. And then when we walk in, it'll be all ready for us as soon as we. Cards Christians like a party game with convictions. 20000 of the $12,000 goal. Good um, luck. says in big... the comments. Hmm? What? What's up? Somebody says in the comments here. Ha ha ha. This is great. My fiance and I once went to a young adult small group where all they wanted to do was play cards against humanity. That was one of the most awkward, uncomfortable and counterproductive experiences we've ever had. We decided that wasn't the group for us. Thank you for creating this. And I wish you great success. Um, actually, uh, a co-signed on that. Maybe for different reasons, though. But um, I didn't like I didn't like what they're what they're saying about buttholes and whatnot. Right. They saying stuff about buttholes and yeah, come. I don't think they have a come card, dude. I actually <laughs> don't know. I don't we need either. to just get over the fucking hump and just play it. You and I just need to play cards against humanity and just fucking. You know what I mean? Just, just you know, fucking become it, those guys. Just take it like a vaccine, yeah. And whatever happens after that, 
My name is Peter. I'm reading a card against humanity. My name is Peter Parker. I was bitten by a radioactive spider, and now I'm blank. And the example is saving up my boogers for 10 years and then building the world's largest booger. And these guys are like, I hate that. He's talking about boogers. I hate that. He's talking about snot. Hey, get, new- you, get you tissue. Get you tissue. That's a dad move. That's what I'm telling you. Um, get you tissue. Great new character from Mike, church-going guy. <laughs> I think it's a lady. I don't know. Church-going woman. Okay. Uh, it's very, very good. All right. Don't forget, hey, don't forget to wash your hands. Um, so that's that. You see this video of uh, Kenneth Copeland casting out COVID-19? Another one oh, of those yeah. crazy guys, man. Did it work? Well, so far, I think it worked because we're all going back to work and school and everything. So I think we're good yeah. to go. He did yeah, it. Yeah, we, mu- we must be. Thank you, Kenneth. Um, yeah, how does it, let's see. How does it go? Because we In have... the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Standing in the office of the prophet of God, I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. I execute judgment on you, Satan, you destroyer, you killer, you get out, you break your power, you get off this nation. I demand judgment on you. I demand, I demand, I demand. Go off. The nation to come immediately. Yes. Damn. I call you done. Spit that shit. I call you done gone. Mm, kind of you fucked up, but come down. Yeah. I'm his hype man in the back. Of authority destroyer, you come <laughs> down and you crawl on your oh, belly. Like bitch. Yeah, bitch. Like in the background. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't see it, obviously, but the, the the main guy, Kenneth Copeland, is the one who I think maybe people who did not grow up being exposed to this shit on their own may have seen him as the guy who's like getting into his suburban when corralled by wasn't it a National Enquirer reporter or something, I think was something like, hey, like that? Yeah, it was like, hey, how do you you know why'd you need to buy a new fucking plane? You just bought one like three years ago. And he's like, because I travel over over the fucking world for God, you dumb asshole. Yeah, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> But he that's where he's from. And in the background, he's got a guy who's just like clasping his hands and going like, yes. yes. I, so, oh. yeah, I was when I was watching that yesterday, when I was watching this video yesterday, I, I, I was watching his face because he's caught. He seems to be caught off guard when Kenneth Copeland starts his uh, starts yelling, <laughs> starts yeah. yelling. And so he he jumps in and he's like, oh, I should I better do something. I'm just standing up here. So he starts like speaking in tongues for a second. He's like, oh, this is yeah, like, just fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but he's like the demon-looking guy who, who from that interview, look it up. He's very, it's very, it's very funny to watch. That's one I of mean, those things that makes you go. I mean, that's one of the things that a weaker mind person would say. We're living in a simulation because otherwise, what are the odds that a guy who is making so much money, being the most famous fake preacher guy on earth, what are the odds that he would look like? an actual demon guy. I mean, that's almost, that's almost yeah. too hard to believe that he would actually look like this. Yeah. He looks like a fucking Cronenberg. Why do I have to deal with this shit? Why can't he just be like a normal looking guy and you can just go, okay, there's just some guy rather than this guy's actually from hell. Yeah. This sucks. 
I'm sick of this shit where I have to I just have to walk around believing everything's fine all the time. We got these Satan guys running around. Obviously hell doesn't exist. Obviously heaven doesn't exist because these these guys these people would be going to hell. These people would be in hell. These people would be Right. The hell the hell guys. These people would be I mean they're fucking evil people. Yeah. <laughs> but people watch it and I was thinking I was like why why do people watch this shit? And I was thinking it's just like performance. It's just like whatever. It's like performance with a, a, a belief or something. They just they just have to hold on. It's like insane to me, but people just love it and they just fucking toss all their money to it. And I'm kind of wondering know. if maybe this is just something I've just thought of. So if it's wrong, please don't be mad. But I just kind of wonder if if you know if there's someone in your life who's really hooked on the the performance aspect of church going. So not just showing up and throwing some money in the plate, whatever, going about their business, but the ones who are like watching this shit on TV, like sitting down and going like, I'm tuning in to church.com to see the latest yeah. guy flipping out or whatever, because I love, I love, I love sitting there for like six hours on a Sunday and instead of recording a podcast, which is really awesome, brings happiness to tons <laughs> of people, um, I'm actually uh, watching uh, some guy freak out about vaccines. And I, I just kind of wonder if maybe you could sort of subtly suggest to them to maybe wait one extra day and just watch wrestling on Monday night. Yeah. It's like, I kind of wonder if they wouldn't get some of the same stuff from it. You know, it's the same fucking you got the chemical You've got the rush. theatrics, right? <laughs> You've got the, the battle versus good and evil. It's really, it's all spelled out for you right there. Um, yeah, plus like they can little, do flips. It's like, it's like a little concert. It's like you're watching a show. You're what? I mean, it's a, it's a performance. And these yeah. guys, these, I mean, they know it. The guys obviously know it. These pastors, these mega church guys. I mean, we're fucking. We have them down the road or whatever. We just got an yeah. email from Jonah. Jonah, fucking. You want to email us some more, you bastard? I'm just kidding. Let's see what it. Let's see what it says. This is a. This is a live email read. Never done this on a show. This is brand new. Hey, JF, I was watching the VOD of your... Which is how Jonah is acting, by the way. Brand new. Sorry about it. <laughs> I was watching the VOD of your stream. Oh, this is about the fucking stream. I'm not going to read this shit. Jonah, you what, blew you, it. Jonah, you, you, you blew it. You're not going to give our stream any oxygen on the show. I was just watching the VOD of your stream from last night, twitch.tv slash gooffkings. And at the end, when you all were talking about Queer Eye, you were talking about Karamo. Is that how you say it? And how he acts like a psychologist, but your wife said he does culture. So she, she is correct in that. She is correct in that. That is his label on the show, but he is a licensed counselor. I had a similar oh! question when I started watching the show with my girlfriend and I felt very uncomfortable with him giving people that type of advice because they never mentioned that he is qualified to do so, but he is. Damn. He, the culture thing is a super weird description and very much undersells what he does. He is the only actual helpful one, in my opinion. Anyway, just wanted to put your kind at ease. Sincerely, Jonah. I did not a sure good what job the bit then, there was, I? Jonah. Not sure what the bit was on that one, Jonah. Jonah always writes in with these excellent bits and jokes and stuff, but... Well, I think he was just helping me. Maybe he's one of the helpful guys. I think Miss... they're all helpful. There's the pizza guy. I've only seen one episode, so to me, he's the pizza guy. <laughs> Anyways, a live email read. Potentially a new feature on the show... Many people yeah. are saying no, thank you. A lot of people hate it. Let's read. Let's do the regular. Let's do. Let's go back to the regular email. Or this is an, okay. Mm, you're gonna wanna contact my kids. You're gonna wanna talk 
MJF. You're gonna wanna call 802-359-PISS. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gala 10. Send a C-37066. They got a G-Man. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS pod on Instagram for grill pics. Okay, Mike, going back to the stoned age here and reading emails that were already got wrote in and I read them earlier. Yeah. So, um, Joe writes subject line YKS aspiring mailbag guy. So it's already funny. That's funny to write in the subject line. <laughs> Most of the time I write, Hey, or whatever, but, um, that's good too. He says, Hey guys, I'm sitting here thinking about sandwiches and toppings combinations if a restaurant gave you a blank slate to create the Jesse Farrar or the Michael Hale celebrity sandwich, what type of sandwich would you like to represent you? Okay. Um, let's see. Joe says he would, uh, he'd, he'd feel tempted to go with something exotic like stuffing chips and mozzarella sticks into a loaded sandwich, but it'd also be nice to have a simple classic uh, named after you. So, Mike, what what comes to mind for you when you think of the Mike Hale sandwich. The Mike Hale sandwich. That's a that's a good question, you know. Well, look, we we did this on the stream, which you refuse to talk about. I guess for whatever reason, you don't want it to be a part of. <laughs> no, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this. This is. Did, were you watching this? You should have been watching this. Did you, you do the encyclopedia else. of sandwiches? No, I wasn't watching it. Encyclopedia oh, okay. of sandwiches. This has, we this talked, has all, all the types of sandwiches on it. Basically. I mean, there's a lot of, there's 40 sandwiches on here that cover a wide range. And, you know, our task was to sort of say, which ones do we really, really like the most? And I think I said on here that the ones I would keep, if you had to keep three from this entire list, I would keep the BLT. I would keep the fried chicken. And then I would keep the patty melt. Um, the Euro would be just outside, I think, on that list. But I th those would be the three that I would keep on there. So, you know, by that logic, I think it would be really cool to have a version of the BLT created, you know, for me. Maybe there's a BLT, a Jesse Farrar version of the BLT. So instead of thin, really crispy bacon, which I know is good, I think I might like like some some thick, like pork belly, I think would be cool. Um, instead of just plain mayonnaise, give me like a spicy aioli on there. Um, yes, you can have some crisp iceberg lettuce, but I like spinach for the flavor and for the protein. So maybe throw some spinach on there as well. Um, I think, uh, leave the tomatoes alone. Tomatoes are great. Nice, nice, big, juicy slice of tomato. tomato. You know, they're so good. Don't give me the hothouse stuff though. Come on. Give me the nice, uh heirloom tomato on there i love that it's a great flavor um and then maybe i think really taking it to the next level um big slices of in my opinion the the best pickle type to get the bread and butter pickle is what i would like on there on toast if you please so that's my jesse for our version of the blt sandwich i think that would be an absolute delight and a, a bargain at just seven dollars and fifty nine cents with a bag of <laughs> chips on the side. Come on, that's good. That's good eating. Um, 
Anything on this list jump off to you, Mike, or is there a separate sandwich you're thinking of? I was thinking of the Reuben. I love a Reuben, you know, and they got the Reuben on here. Reuben is a great sandwich. Really into that Reuben. Are you going to modify it at all? Are you just going to say, they're just removing Reuben altogether and saying, this is the Mike Hale. Now people come in and say, I want the Reuben. They say, sorry, we don't have that. We don't have that. We got the DB. Yeah. Oh, the DB. What is the DB? It's a Reuben. Yeah, I'll take it. Why didn't you just fucking say (laughs) complicated? (laughs) Um, I would do something like a turkey, you know, with uh, 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 sprouts and turkey and sprouts with uh, tomato and avocado and uh, a nice... It sounds like a nice light sandwich to have. I, like, I would like to eat that. You know? I mean, that's a lunch sandwich right there. That's a lunch sandwich. That is a lunch sandwich. Yeah. And I put some cop guts on top. Just kidding. Cop I guts from, nine, pu- from sh- 9-11. Pickled cop guts from 9-11 on the side. I should have pushed the button earlier so we'd be... Fade out what happened. You didn't have to keep saying it over and over again. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Katie. Uh, just calling to let you know I was taking care of my niece, Maddie. She is four and a half years old. Actually, no, she's going to turn five on the 26th, so happy birthday, Maddie. Anyway, I wanted to read you a story that she wrote. Um, here we go. Once there was a dragon named Oliver. He loved to eat cat litter. One time he went in Aunt Katie's apartment, that's me, and ate all the cat litter. He ate all the cat poop and pee. Then he threw it up. Then he ate it again. He went to all the people's houses and did it there. Then he threw it up again for his kids to eat. The end. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was really exciting to meet the uh, second YKS fan I've ever seen in the wild. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Maddie. Happy birthday. Shout out to you guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed the story of Oliver. Uh, I feel like DB would really relate to this. All right, bye. Hey, Mike, you want to reconsider what's going to go on your sandwich? No.